Welcome to the Central Alabama High School Sports Show podcast brought to you by Andrew Sports Medicine, Lander Frost, Hamburger Heaven, Huffman Electric, and State Farm. And folks, uh, hello again. I'm Snapper Lancaster welcoming you to another edition of the Central Alabama High School Sports Show. As you can tell, we're in a different setting this week. We're on the campus of Hueytown High School here in Hueytown, Alabama. Boy, what a uh, campus it is. They all look like uh, little college campuses right now. Not like it used to be back in Snapper's day, but visiting with me, I've got the principal, Dr. Joseph Garner, and of course, then the athletic director and Scott Manziel, and of course we've had Scott on the show with us a few times with his football team. As we get this interview started, uh, first of all, um, uh, Mr. Garner, tell me a little bit about your background, how you ended up being the principal here. Yes, sir. It, uh, well, it, uh, once I graduated high school from Trustful many years ago, uh, I moved to the Atlanta area. Uh, did about nine years in the Army Reserves. At the same time, I was a police officer for about nine years. Uh, never wanted to be a teacher, never wanted to be an administrator. Um, didn't care for teachers, cared for my coaches, loved right. them, but uh, never wanted to be a teacher and ended up being a school resource officer in the Atlanta area for the last four years and fell in love working with kids and just took it one day at a time and ended up teaching and now been an administrator uh, principal for about 19 years. And I tell you, uh, how did that lead you to here and uh, how many years have you been here in particular? Uh, I've been at Hueytown. This is my fourth year. Uh, I served in the Atlanta area uh, as a principal at a couple public high schools, uh, a couple private schools. Uh, went to Montgomery in 2010, moved back home to the great state of Alabama, and from Montgomery, Robert E. Lee area, uh, came back to, or came to Jefferson County and was at Warrior Elementary, North Jefferson Middle School, and uh, came to Hueytown four years ago. And uh, I know Coach Manziel, you've been here a while. Tell us a little bit about your background and how things are going with you and especially what you might foresee for this upcoming football season for your squad. Yeah, this is my fifth year here. Uh, Before I got here, I was nine years at Walker High School, which is now Jasper High School. Uh, Before that, I spent a few years up in the Huntsville area at Bob Jones and Sparkman High School. Um, So, bounced back and forth a little bit, but uh, was glad to land here in 2014. Uh, we had a really good season last year. Um, we got some really good players coming back this year, so expecting some big things, you know, going into the to the season. And I, I know, Dr. Garner, when uh, Garner, when you got into the uh, principal business or the, or the high school business, did you ever envision maybe ending up in a high school that looks like a camp, college camp? <laughs> no, sir. Uh, it certainly did not because it doesn't look like the high school I attended uh, many years ago, but uh, very proud to be a, a part of the Hueytown family. Uh, we are the mighty fighting Golden Gophers. Uh, we expect excellence, expect excellence because we give excellence in, in all things, so very proud to be here. Well, I tell you what, I'm sure you're the leader of the school, and uh, it, I'm sure it does you proud, not only on one, the facilities you have to work in, but two, the, the coaches and the teachers, everybody that makes up Hueytown High School, it all starts and maybe ends with you. Uh, well, I, no, I can't take any claim for, for our success. Uh, you know, I do consider us a family, and being a military guy, you know, I stand on, you know, a battle cry that's used in every branch of service and they have different versions of it, but that hoorah, you know, you bring it from deep within 
and it means everything other than no. It means we are one team, we are one family, we are one school, we are one community. I've got your back, you've got mine, and it's my job to help you be the best you can be, your job to help me be the best I can be, not only academically, but uh, fine arts, uh, and um, athletically as well. Well, I know, Coach, that uh, uh, it's got to make you proud to be at a school like this. And not only that, it's, uh, it seems to be a morale booster for everybody, isn't it? Yes. I mean, look, we're, we're a great school. We, we compete in a great region. Um, like I said, we just got everybody behind us right now, the community's behind us. Uh, our administration does great supporting us ever since Dr. Gardner got here. Um, has really come in and, and boosted our athletics uh, by hiring good coaches and stuff like that. So he's been a big part of our success as far as athletics goes. Well, once again, awfully good to see you again. And I know we'll be watching that football team to see about how its progress is this fall. And I, I got a feeling you've, you've got the makings of a pretty good team, it sounds like. Yes, sir, we do. And uh, Dr. Garner, uh, first of all, good to meet you. And I know we talked about both being from Trustful, and that was a, a combination. We did talk about how you uh, work your way out here, and it <laughs> seems like uh, everything's working okay for both of us. Yes, sir, thank you. But awfully good to see you. And, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, our first coach, our first guest of the afternoon. We'll be right back. Don't you go away. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound daily pouch. Now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet turkey and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including deli shaved bristro and sub sandwich kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them. We're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person. 
and we're going to get them back to their, their thing and as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose. We're all very competitive, and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. And folks, welcome back. As you can tell, I've got my first guest of the afternoon, and it was going to be Coach Patterson, but uh, he's tied up, sent us, sent us assistant coach um, Justin Bartley. Yes, and, sir. And Justin, do me, do me a favor as we start the interview off. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you've ended up here. At, okay, uh, so um, I graduated high school from Oak Grove, uh, played college ball at Miles College. Uh, my first job I got was at Bessemer Academy. I coached and taught there for four years and uh, now I'm here well okay now um talking about this year's team in particular and of course now how many years is this here for you this is my first year here oh your first year okay well then there's not a whole lot that you know about the players probably you're learning right, as you go learning. as the yes, old sir. saying goes so um from what you've seen thus far and how y'all season has gone talk about well, first of all what is your record so far this year 30 and 10. Okay. Something. Now, something uh, I was like going to say, you're in that area. Usually, we talk about coaches, we talk about peaks and valleys. Right. It, it seems like y'all have played at a pretty good level. That's a 75% clip. So, right. you can't be too disappointed, but talk about what you thought you might have coming into the season mm -hmm. and how it's gotten to this point. Well, we're starting a lot of younger guys this year. Um, so, really, to watch them prevailed throughout the year has kind of been surprising to us and even some of the seniors you know I feel like they've bought into the younger guys and playing good ball at a good time right now. Well and I know uh, and of course being a, an assistant probably I, I say this almost taking it for granted but one day you might hope to have uh, be the head coach somewhere yes, yourself sir. right and so the, the philosophy for baseball um, Tell me what you think because uh, th this is the way I feel. I think every coach of every team coaches in such a way that they hope that their team peaks at playoff time. Right. And so baseball's gotten to be, and I know if you grew up in baseball, uh, the seasons are longer than they used to be. Mm -hmm. There's more games being played and everything. So, so talk about that. Uh, Talk about the three aspects of this year's team. We're talking about offense, defense, and of course, probably the most important aspect is pitching. Right. So really, we got a we got a senior that kind of leads us on the mound. He's thrown the ball well for us all year, and then after that, it's probably going to be a freshman's our number two guy. And uh, once again, that just speaks of the younger guys stepping up to their role and being able to perform. Uh, hitting wise, it's kind of iffy. Uh, we might go out there and swing it well one game and then turn around and not swing it well the next. Fielding wise, it's been it's been a roller coaster for us. Uh, honestly, you look at fly balls dropped in the outfield, our biggest thing this year, and that's one of the easiest parts of the game. So we still got a lot of improvement we can do, but 
we're playing okay at a good time. So Yeah, and then like you said, the main thing, um, area-wise, what is your record in your area? Well, we went undefeated in our okay, area. Okay, so you would – in 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 baseball, um, th does that mean the first round tournaments played here? Yes, sir. And, so, and that was last week. We played Shades Valley here. And so now, who are y'all be playing this week? This week we go up to Buckhorn. Oh, okay. So you you're going to have to travel a little bit. Right. Now, now the one thing we was talking about, you talking about the. Uh, a little bit of inconsistency, offense, defense. One thing about pitching that's so important to every team is like if you have a good pitching staff, if the other team don't score, right, your team always has a, a better chance. Absolutely. And, and it, it sounds like you there's um, age plus youth on this team. Mm -hmm. And so I, I guess, as the old saying goes, when you get into the playoffs, those freshmen – Right. Uh, or sophomores, they're they're pretty seasoned players. They've got right. a whole they, season under their belt. You might as well call them veterans at this point. Yeah, and so you sort of know what to expect. Right. And um, what is your philosophy? I, and one day, and I asked head coach this because some of them have uh, varying an answers, so I'll let you tell me what you think you might have done or might do when you get there should that opportunity ever present itself. When you prepare a schedule, if you were a head coach, mm -hmm. Are you one of these guys, if, if I were doing it, and you'll understand what I'm saying, I would want to play some people that I maybe I have a hard time beating. Right. People that maybe are as good as I am or right. in the same bracket. And then some that if we lose, we've done something wrong. Right. Now, But that's just the way I look at it. There are three areas there that, that you might want to schedule somebody. If you were a head coach, how would you look at that? Well, you know, a lot of it boils down to wins and losses when you start looking at your record. And if you – if you got several losses, you know, you might be looked at or viewed at as, well, this guy's not really a good coach. But then you start looking at the competition they play and you say, well, they're playing some pretty good ball clubs. So I think that you should view that, you know, before you go straight to wins and losses. But I agree with you. I think uh, the better competition you play throughout the year, once you get to the playoffs and get deeper into your season, the more experienced your guys will be. Absolutely. Well, one other thing that I, that I was wondering about too, uh, the and this is affects every team some to some degree more and some less. But you always have them injuries. Mm -hmm. Have you have y'all haven't had to deal with many injuries? Now on pitching staff in particular, is it just uh, because you've got a, a freshman that's playing uh, or pitching, or and you'd call him maybe a number two or number three starter? Is that because? He happens to be that good, and it's not lack of depth. It's just the fact that he's that good a thrower. Well, it's probably a little of both. Um, lack of depth, truly, because we got we had two uh, pitchers come back from last year, um, and then the next best guy's a freshman. So it really, I mean, you talk about younger guys, but if they can play, they can play. So uh, we don't really look at well, he's a freshman. He don't have the experience. You know, if if you can go up there and perform and compete in the zone, get outs when, we're, when we need outs, you can play. So. Yeah. When uh, uh, having said all that, and, and here we are, you've done gotten into the second round, mm -hmm. but uh, no serious injuries through the year to deal with? Knock on wood. Yeah. We've, we've made it through the year fairly, fairly healthy, so we're proud of that. And so I guess considering, like you said, and you may be led by a senior, but it sounds like you got all the confidence in the world in this freshman oh, that's yeah. got this season under his belt. So is that the two main pitchers that will carry you through the playoffs? More than likely, yes, sir. Well, and you, we got we got several other guys as well. And uh, you start talking, we got a, a senior, a freshman. Next guy's probably a sophomore. 
Um, then our next guy is probably another freshman and another sophomore, and then you might get into another senior. So got. you still do have uh, some arms out there right. that can, can play spot duty wherever you think that's where y'all need that yes, pickup from. Right? And then so going into the playoffs and into the second round, but no uh, injuries, that should hurt you in right. any way. Not yet. And so in, in your opinion, like you say, the little things, and it's, it can turn out to be a, a big thing like the drop fly balls. You don't see that often, right. but sometimes it happens. But those are the kind of stuff, as the old saying goes, we try to clean all that up. Right. When you get to the playoffs, and it sounds like you guys are in a good position Absolutely. and have an opportunity to do some damage in the playoffs. Wish you all the luck in the world. Well, okay? I appreciate you. As, yeah, sure. as, as the old saying goes, somebody's got to win that championship. It might as well be us. It might as well be. I hear you. <laughs> well, uh, Coach Bartley, awfully good to talk with yes, you. Sir. And uh, and one day down the road, we'll probably be talking to you as the head yes, man. Sir. Okay? Maybe so. Okay. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, three men, very instrumental in the outstanding season the Gophers have had thus far. We'll be right back. At Andrews Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons, we have spine surgeons, we have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrews Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive, and we're not gonna lose against their illness or their injury. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky. Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today. And welcome back, folks. As you can tell, I got three outstanding young athletes sitting here beside me. Uh, closest, um, uh, Reed LaFoy, senior designated hitter. Uh, Cole Edwards, senior left fielder. 
And finally, Luke Nolan, senior pitcher, first baseman. Okay, guys, going into this year's um, season, all of your seniors, um, we'll start with you, Reed. Um, do you hope to play college baseball anywhere? Um, no, sir. I'm planning on focusing on my academics. Okay, you know where you may go? UAB. UAB, okay, great. Uh, Cole, how about you? Um, I'm doing the same as Reed. I'll focus on my academics and go to uh, Bevel. Oh, okay, at Bevel. Yeah. You're not going to drop any fly balls in the no. left field? Okay. And I'm just playing with you. you know <laughs> I that. got you. And Luke, uh, how about you, buddy? Yeah, I'm hoping to go play at Shelton next year. Okay. All right, well, going into this season, um, and I'll ask you all this sort of collectively, you've all played baseball for a while? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two or three years? I've played since I was seven. Okay, so here at the high school, then you've been playing how many years? Four. Okay. Yeah, we've playing since we got here. Oh, okay. Well, great. Well, then going into this year, and we'll start with you, Reed, what were your expectations not only for your team and your teammates, but yourself? Um, For myself, really, the what I wanted to do was just help any way I could, just help win any way I could. Um, I knew it would probably be more on the offensive side of the game. So I really just wanted to, you know, if coach called a bunt, get it down. If I needed to move a runner, do that. If I needed a big hit, do that. Yeah, well, I guarantee you, um, you know, that moving runners along is a lot that we take for granted. But, boy, when you're called on to do it, if you hadn't practiced much, we can mess that up, can't we? So that's oh, yes, a, especially the bunting. You know, mm -hmm. you think it would be a simple thing, but it's not so simple when you know you got to do it to move that runner along. Um, Cole, how about you? Uh, what did you expect out of yourself and your teammates? Um, I just expected myself to do what I'll do my job and get what the coach is telling me to get done and basically help, same as Reed, just help anything, any way I can to win a game, to win the ball game. How about you, Luke? Uh, same as them. Uh, this year I was one of the only few guys that returned as a starter on varsity, so one of my main goals was to be a good leader. I knew since we were going to be young that I needed to set it by example, and that's what I tried to do all year. Well, you'd be a good person for me to ask this next question because I want to answer from all of you, but, you know, one of the most important things when it comes to team is team chemistry. And so with that thought in mind, Luke, talk about the chemistry on this team, how you pick pick your guys, pick your uh, teammates up. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes the chemistry that you guys have among yourself, when you got a player that maybe isn't performing or taking it as seriously as he ought to, and the head coaches or assistants can't get through to them, sometimes the teammates can. And so that's very important <laughs> as well. Luke, talk about that um, chemistry situation. Well, yeah, I'd say we're all pretty tough on each other, but we also know how to pick at each other and also just have fun. Uh, like Coach Bartley said earlier, like we were young, we didn't really know many of the guys coming up. And then we, uh, spring break, we took a trip to Tennessee and that's when we all kind of meshed together and got to know each other and just had a good season since then. Yeah, well, well good. Cole, how, how do you feel about that situation? Um, you know, since we have a younger team, I feel like we don't have too many older guys, but the ones that we do have, you got to lead by example. And that'll eventually, whenever our, our younger guys grow up and become our age, they'll be veterans. They'll well, be you're absolutely right. You don't realize what an impression you make yeah. on your younger teammates as well. Luke, how about you? Um, I feel like the seniors, most of us, we've all been friends for a while, so we can kind of be a little harder on each other, maybe say things <laughs> that we couldn't say to some of the younger guys. Right. But throughout the season, at the beginning of the season, it was more just picking the younger guys up and just telling them, come on, man, you got it, just encouraging them. But now it's more <laughs> to the point where 
we're all we're all real cool with each other and we all know each other real well so we can get on them a little more and say what needs to be said. And one thing I like to ask, especially baseball players, since it's one of my favorite sports too, um, and we'll start with you, Reed. Who is the, the, the favorite athlete that you've gotten that if, if you could, you'd like to pattern your game after? Um, I'm a big fan of Chris Davis that plays for the A's with a K. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like his game a lot. Okay. And how about you, Cole? Um, I, I think that Mike Trout's like the best baseball player in the world right now. I think he's on his game. Okay. I'm, I'm going to respond to that in just a second. How about you, Luke? Uh, probably Justin Verlander, the way he carries himself on the mound. It's pretty awesome to watch okay. him pitch. Now, now, don't get mad at me when I say this, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Trout at 1A, okay? Okay. So you know who I would put at number one? Who? Harper. Who? Harper. No. Harper. Bryce no. Harper. I, did you know this? And, and, and I, I hope people enjoy this little piece of tidbit news, that he left high school in the 10th oh, grade, yeah. GED, and go to college to play baseball. But Trout, you're right, those are two most outstanding players. All right, now guys, the one thing I always like to ask too, you guys being seniors, when you see that schedule, who is the team you look forward to playing the most? And I know it's changed some through the years because the schedules have changed. You're playing different teams and maybe in different regions or whatever. But there's got to be somebody when they see that and you see that. Yeah, that's the one you should want to see that game. Who, is, who would that be for y'all? I'd say the tougher teams are the one you look forward to playing. Like Definitely Macadori. Really? Yeah, or, yeah, our area games like Macadori. Oh, Macadori. Yeah, that's <laughs> honestly – or Oak Grove, the ones yeah. that were – the ones just we know, right outside of yeah, town. Yeah, we here. know people who go there. Yeah, yeah, maybe played uh, either. Well, you just interacted with yeah. them. Through the, you never want to lose to those guys. Yeah. But, um, well, all right, uh, the, at this point in the season, this is when you want to be playing your best baseball. So, Reed, if, if you're off to a good start, winning the first tournament, regardless of who you play, and that's always a plus. Do you feel like your team is, and your guys are playing your best baseball right now? I feel as last week in the first round, I don't think we performed as well as we could have, anywhere near as well as we could have. So okay. we've been in practice a lot, trying to work on the things we didn't do wrong. All right, Cole, how about you? Um, I feel that we can be a – I feel like we can always compete with some of the best teams if we're on our game. But like you right. said, we, haven't, we didn't play our best game uh, last Friday, but – if we are on our game, then we can really compete. If we play clean, yeah, how about you, Yeah, if we play clean, we have a chance against anybody. And as long as we do what we're supposed to, we have a chance. Well, and one thing about it, as long as the season goes through, I think an athlete's perspective is uh, you want to be better for the next game. The next game was going to be the best one we played so far. And, and, and the thing about it, when you get here and you get to the playoffs, you know you've got to be playing well because you're playing pretty good teams, and especially it gets tougher as it goes. But, um, like I said a minute ago, somebody's got to win that championship. Might as well be y'all, right? Yes, right. But listen, guys, you've had a great season thus far. I wish you all the luck in the playoffs. But the last question I got to this point in your young lives, and we'll start <laughs> with you, Reed, who's been the most inspirational person or persons in your life? Probably definitely my parents. Just give, provide me with everything I needed. Growing up, always supporting me. Okay, good. How about you, Cole? Um, definitely my mom. She's I don't think she's ever missed a game since I've played ball or she's always Moms been the, don't miss much. Yeah, she's been the biggest do, support in my life. Well, great. Luke, how about yeah, you? Yeah, probably my parents. Mom always washes my uniforms and brings me <laughs> snacks during the game, so that's always good. And yeah. 
thank goodness for mom. She knows how to get to our hearts and our bellies, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's great, guys. Like I said, once again, you've had a great season thus far. All the best of luck. And being seniors, good luck as you head off to college, okay? Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We come back, different coach, more athletes. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. Next time you need electrical work, whether it be commercial or residential, you need to call Huffman Electrical Contractors, a company that's been in business for over 35 years. They've served clients not only locally in the Birmingham area and all over the state, but have clients outside the state of Alabama as well. Whether it's a new building or remodeling an older building or home, they can handle the job for you. Once again, that's Huffman Electrical Contractors. The number to call is 205-661-5005. That's 205-661-5005, where at Huffman Electrical Contractors, a satisfied customer is always their number one objective. And folks, welcome back. As you can see, I got a different guest here. We're talking a different sport. Boys soccer, Trent Campbell, the head coach. And uh, Coach, awfully good to see you. And as we get this interview started, tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up being a soccer coach here at Hewittown. Um, well, I've, uh, I've coached around Jefferson County for almost 10 years now. Um, I've mainly been a football coach, uh, but uh, we had an opening for the soccer position this year, and, and I volunteered to, to take that on. I've always been a fan of the sport, and, and I've enjoyed my first experience with it. So this is my first year doing it, and it's been a, it's been a good experience. I was going to say, now, I'm one of these guys, I'm like you, back growing up, uh, soccer didn't exist yeah, didn't to really start with. You know. right. But it, it has been one of those sports that uh, I still don't know a lot about it. I got two grandkids that are great soccer players at Gardendale. And I go watch them, and half the time I know what I'm watching, the other half I'm just <laughs> seeing my grandkids, you know. Right. But um, uh, talk about this year's team, and, and, and how many years this have been for you? Is this a this is my first year? First year, soccer. okay. Yes, and there have been had you been assistants? No, the, mm. no. Started from scratch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, then that then um, you've taken a, a roundabout way to get to where a lot of people are headed, and that's right. in your position. Uh, fashion, and that's being a head coach. Mm -hmm. And so what, what have been the biggest challenges for, for somebody that um, up until this year, maybe you knew other sports a lot better, but you've learned something about soccer like all of us through the years? I think the, the biggest challenge has gone from, from being a fan of the sport and knowing the general basics of, of, of how the sport works and, and how to set up a team to actually putting that into action. Um, you know, it's 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 a lot like other sports. It's a I, me being a football coach first before I did soccer. It's a, you know, there's a structure, there's a formation, there's people have roles and 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 their rules and responsibilities and where they're supposed to be on the field and, and spacing and all that. But putting all that into action and adapting it to the players that you have is uh, yeah, that's been that's been the the biggest challenge. Uh, well, Most interesting part. like I was telling you, I, I've watched a couple of my grand, one son and a granddaughter, 
that, that have been soccer players. And I've learned through the years a little bit about the defense, a little bit about what spacing means and being at the right place at the right time. And uh, it's, it's an action sport. Mm -hmm. And the transition, you know, it, it takes some getting used to. But um, as you've gone through this first year, um, what what is your team's record at this point? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish up the year six and six. Six and six. Okay. So now, you, have you qualified for the playoffs? No, sir. We barely missed really? out on, on okay. goal difference. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how how that worked as well. So. Um, Going through this this season, and it was a first for a, uh, not only the coach. A lot of times, it's first for the young players too, adapting mm -hmm. to coaches. Talk about your team a little bit. Did you have? I know soccer, believe it or not, is one of those sports you can have to deal with injuries because it's a physical sport. Mm -hmm. uh, and has there been anything during this first year that was unexpected or really surprised you, or, or snuck up on you, or? Were you pretty lucky and, and thought that you were sort of in control the way you needed to be most of the way? I think I've been real fortunate. I got a really good group of seniors um, that, that had some experience and been playing together for a little while. Uh, and I really think that moving forward, they've, they've laid a foundation this year to, to really grow this program in the future. Um, and I give them tons of credit, you know. Uh, they love the sport. This is, you know, this is what they do and, and all the credit to them. This is probably one of the most successful seasons Huey Town's ever had. Um, and that's that's all due to them and their their dedication to, to getting better. So, you know, as far as challenges, they, they, they haven't been really huge. We hadn't dealt with a lot of injuries. I've, it's been more of a pleasant surprise of, you know, the, the foundation that they've laid as, as a, a senior group. Well, I know, like you said, you had quite a few seniors, mm -hmm. right? All right, looking forward to next year because I, with one year under your belt, uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll go into it with uh, a, a different outlook uh, mm -hmm. or you'll know things to look for or uh, somewhat you'll have your own expectations of what you and, you, want, uh, you and your team to do. Talk about what next year might bring considering what your class may be. Is it going to change a bunch? I think it's going to change a good bit, yes. Uh, we're going to lose a, we're going to lose a, a good many of our starting eleven, um, and I think that we've got some younger guys that can replace them. We've got a, especially you know two sophomores that are extremely talented, um, and so we've got a base group that we can build around. Um, I think for me, I think there's a lot of kids walking around the school that have never really given soccer a chance or never really been exposed to it. And so I think that I, I can do a better job of, of maybe getting kids that participate in other sports. That are, they're just overall athletes to, to learn the sport and get involved in it and, and maybe plug a few of those gaps with guys like that. Well, let me ask you this, and it's, a, and it's um, a curious that you say it that way. It's almost like you get to become a mini recruiter. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. The work that we do in the hallways is is probably, you know, it's important. It's important, especially with, uh, you know, soccer's not as big in Hueytown as it is in some of the other surrounding communities. And, and you know, hopefully we can grow that and turn it into something that people get excited yeah, about. Yeah, well, I was going to say, listen to you talk, it sounds like that uh, – that you know sort of what you want right. uh, as a head coach and, and you know that your sport needs a little bit of help. And what I mean by help is more athletes involved. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you those, those young men sitting over there are, are awfully good ambassadors for their sport. Oh, absolutely. And so it, you'd it'd probably be surprised at how many guys maybe just sitting – or in the halls that wonder what playing soccer would be mm -hmm. like, you know. 
But like you said, the more people you get involved uh, in it and, and the, the way your team has reacted this year, uh, there's some you can bring some inside growth if that's the right way to put it. They're going to see some of their friends enjoying a sport that they might not know anything about but do now because they got friends playing that. So from that standpoint, that's part of a high school coach's job too when you get an opportunity for that door to be open a little bit, to open a little bit wider and let people uh, be uh, informed about what a great sport soccer is and could be for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what's so important about what these young men have done this year is they've created a little success that we haven't had. Um, and so I'm, I'm already fielding questions about coach, you know, when are we going to try out for next year? When, you know, when's that all good? I think I want to play soccer next year. And so I'm already getting people coming up to me and, you know, and to get to get more athletes walking around the hallways involved and, and to really build the program to where we have the possibility to have a, a JV group and a varsity group would be would be great for the program. Well, I was going to say in what few minutes we have um, been sitting here talking, I can tell you've already picked up a little bit of a passion for a sport that uh, you took on sort of as a challenge. Right. You know, it was an right. opportunity, but it was also a challenge for you to move up the ladder a little bit. And I imagine probably along the road you'd, you might have had um, envisions of a, a head football coach at, at some point. But sometimes those situations change. Oh, yeah. You get into – and you find out soccer is, is important to these kids that participate in it as football was Absolutely. before. So, Coach, um, it sounds like you've had an enjoyable first season and, right. and one where you've made some inroads. I wish you all the luck in the world. And uh, look forward to next year. And maybe we'll see a team that uh, not only is pretty good but is qualified for playoffs for the simple reason – you got another year under your belt. you got some more athletes, and your program is growing. Yes, sir. Good luck to you. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll come back a couple of athletes that had, a, had an outstanding season thus far in their soccer career. We'll be right back. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky! Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons, we have spine surgeons, we have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us 
an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose. We're all very competitive, and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. And folks, welcome back. As you can tell, I got two outstanding young athletes here, and they participate in a different sport. And I say a different sport because I never competed in it, but it is definitely a sport. And we're talking about boys soccer. Visiting with me, Ryan Moody, senior, and um, UAR center, and a midfield defender, midfield, Defensive right? Midfield, okay. Yes, sir. And uh, John uh, Channel. 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 And John, you're a goalkeeper. Yes, yeah, sir. we talked about that. That's that's one. Um, that's a position we see a lot that you interact a little more than a lot of players sometimes. Okay, going into this season, uh, Ryan, how many years? Have you been playing soccer a long time? Uh, I've been playing as long as I can remember. Really? Okay, so. how about you, John? It's been in the background a little bit, but it's more so newer than some of the other athletes. Oh, okay. We're going into this season, and, um, and I'll ask you first, Ryan. Uh, you had a first-year coach. Uh, was it – what talk about the change in the coaches? Was this an easy transition or it was a pretty easy transition. He really came in and took control, which and brought it to a direction that I really wanted to see more seriousness and more build up, I guess you could say. So you've been playing soccer a long time. Did you participate in any other sports? Uh yes. I used to play some baseball and some basketball. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so and, and then chose is this the one you Participate in more now? Yes, sir. Definitely. Oh, okay. Uh, John, how about you? Um, for other sports, sophomore year I played football, but with a new coaching staff, it's been an easy transition. He's a good coach, good man, easy to really just – he's easy to understand more so than maybe past coaches. Yeah. What, do you think, now, <laughs> this being his first year coaching, that um, – that might have been an advantage to, to both of you. Is, is one, he might give him a couple of years under his belt. He may have different dispositions, different attitudes, but he was into a new job and new athletes. And so uh, there was a transition period for both of you, him into coaching and y'all into uh, to, uh, having him as the coach. Well, uh, both you guys being seniors, uh, John, what, uh, what's next for you when you graduate? And now I got to decide on the college. Yeah, so yeah, are you down to a few or have you? I got, I got a couple in mind. What, what do you think you might want to do one day? One day, thinking software engineer. Oh, really? Okay. You're not one of these guys that um, going to start off wanting to be an engineer and end up being a soccer coach, are you? We'll find out. You know, you never know. In other words, is that one of those things that maybe one day it wouldn't be a turn off if the opportunity came along? If it's yeah. there, I'm taking it. Yeah, I hear you. How about you, Ryan? I've um, been accepted to UAB, and I'm going to go there to study. Okay. Do you want to be a doctor one day or lawyer um, or Indian chief? Uh, I've been thinking about um, either a doctor or maybe looking to something to do more with animals and 
Okay. So. Okay. Now, now, getting back to the soccer, um, or, and I have to ask this from you guys, because it's got to be the same way. Y'all been playing a while, or you have in particular. Uh, when you saw that schedule, is there anybody on your schedule that you look forward to playing over other teams? Um, I really like uh, playing Macadori. Even though it's one of the tougher teams, I, it's fun to play tougher teams. Yeah, it's sort of a neighborhood rival, so, mm. so to speak. How about you, John? I'd say teams like Bessemer City, again, another kind of rival that we have. It's yeah. a competition where we know we're going to have fun at the end of the day. Oh, okay. Well, that's terrific. Um, well, guys, um, team chemistry is very important. Uh, you can be uh, positive and make positive things happen or negative things to, to happen, both you guys being seniors. Uh, Ryan, talk about the chemistry on this year's team. I feel like it, the chemistry has always been there. Um, you know, I always try my best to reach out to everyone and make sure, you know, ask how they're doing and stuff. And, you know, try to get down their play styles with practice and stuff like that to really meld the team together. When a giant uh, alluding from um, what Ryan has said, being a senior, did um, uh, you often have people coming up talking to you, asking about situations, what should I be doing, this and that and the other? Yeah, I don't have as much experience as others, but with my defense, I can always give advice on they're here, go there, and just make sure that we have a good understanding of each right. other. Let me tell you something. I knew two things about you guys before you even sit down, all right? One was you're pretty good students, because if you don't qualify in the classroom, we don't make it to the soccer field, do we? And then, of course, the record speaks for itself. Y'all are both outstanding players on the soccer team, and I know you have to prepare, prepare for that classroom and prepare for the soccer field. Now, you get a little free time, maybe not much. So with that free time, what do you do to unwind and relax? And we'll start with you, Ryan. Um, I like to, like I'll watch YouTube, watch some soccer videos, or watch soccer game, play some video games maybe. Really? Okay, John, how about you? I like him, video games, watching YouTube videos, just – Relax. Now, now let me ask you this, uh, because I, I know more about baseball, basketball, football, okay? I know all about a lot of other sports. But when you – are you a fan of watching soccer TV? Uh, when you get a chance, do you, do you watch as much of it as you can? Mm -hmm. Really? It's very enjoyable to me. Um, you could see a lot of stuff that you can either copy or – Try to implement into your own game plan. Now, see, correct me if I'm wrong. To me, it's almost, almost like soccer is a world game where people, I mean, I've, you see countries go fanatical over it like we do our football and so forth. And, uh, John, did, would that, was that attractive to you as far as playing soccer? I and, do like that because if I'm talking with someone who may not be from America, we understand the sport. Yeah. I don't have to introduce it to them as much. It's yeah. It's an understood sport for most people. Yeah, well, and, and guys, a lot of times uh, uh, these understood sports, it takes somebody that plays it for you to have a conversation where it's really meaningful and not just a being polite type conversation. Well, uh, do, are there any hobbies that, that, that you have that we might not know about? And we'll start with you, John, that it would surprise me. Um, I build websites in my free time. Really? Now, Sorry. you're too smart for me. Now, I, we couldn't be buddies because you would kick me out the door. But that's pretty neat. Uh, it, takes, it takes not only brain power, but you got to love what you're doing. Well, that's pretty neat. Okay. Uh, John, I'm going uh, to Ryan. 
Because <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I really just love taking care of animals. And really? Yeah. Uh, you said something like that along those lines. You never can tell. Maybe one day that the school might head you in that direction, right? Well, guys, it sounds like you had an outstanding uh, career and enjoyed what you were doing. And I wish you all the luck in college and whatever endeavors might be in the future. Last question I have to this point in your young lives, and we'll start with you, Ryan. Who's been the most inspirational person or persons? Um, I'd like to say my family and stuff, and um, my former captain of the soccer team, uh, Lee Wright, he's been a big inspiration. Okay, me. well, good for you. John? i got to follow him. i got to say family, definitely always there to support me. Well, that's terrific. Well, guys, I know you've had an outstanding senior season and uh, enjoyed your sport, and that's the most important thing. But off to college, good luck to both of you, and I've enjoyed having you on the show and whatever endeavors. Uh, you, who knows, soccer could be in your field down the road somewhere, but it sounds like both of you have some great interest out there, and good luck to you. Folks, we've had another outstanding show, two outstanding coaches, outstanding athletes. We'll do it again next week. So then, you know what the snapper always says, bicycle. Now, guys, you say bicycle. <laughs> bicycle. I had help. <laughs>